I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I want to reverse this whole movement of separating artists from each other, of saying that one man or woman is more or less of an artist than another one. For that matter, I want to broaden the definition to include anyone who is making something out of nothing by virtue of their own ideas. I include the dad who likes doing craft projects in the garage. I include the mom who sings on the weekends and has started after 20 years to write songs again. I include armchair poets and sideways thinkers. I include the world not because every creative project is equal in conception or in execution, but because every creative project matters to someone. Time will sort out the difference between whales whittled out of balsa wood and Moby Dick and Wale. I'll let i'll just say that while there's a difference it may not be as great as some people believe the other reason for this definition is that it is a kind of activism the people who already exist as artists know something about their own creativity this isn't to say that they don't struggle with it there are chapters later where i addressed in detail how every even the most experienced artists can hit the skids get blocked up become overwhelmed by criticism self-sabotage given to temptations of praise those things never go away but i also want to reach people who are maybe not as sure about their own status as creative why because more creative work is one way to save the world is that is that a grand claim i hope so studies have shown that creative people tend to be more sensitive to the feelings of others and to fluctuations in the social fabric around them at the same time they are often less equipped to deal with those things the reason can be withdrawal from the world defense mechanisms depression creative production is not only a way to avoid these pitfalls but as a way but a way to connect those people to the rest of the world creativity creates connectedness again i'm defining it more broadly than most books about creative work do hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and Karen. and we're live on a saturday afternoon ready to do some feedback you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips and we'll come up all right the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme today is a feedback episode so we're gonna be covering all the things that you had to say about all the things that we said so you can find that stuff by like going to our website and saying hey i want to leave a comment on an episode people do that all the time um you can leave us voicemail 704-557-0186 704-557-0186 leave the voicemail make sure it's two minutes or less because you do get cut off at two minutes and uh we'll play it on the show uh leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we love those okay we're getting a lot uh got some on itunes not many on stitcher in a couple of months so um nobody listens to stitcher anymore i get it guys but they do stitcher just makes it a little bit harder so if you're like well i'm on stitcher and i won't leave y'all review if you have a ios i know it allows you to kind of leave it per episode we don't see those for some reason those don't actually go to our main page google the black guy who tips stitcher page click on that and it takes you directly to the stitcher page and up in the left hand corner you'll see write a review and it have five stars click on that and leave uh your review and your stars stitcher is a little different stitcher will actually send you a confirmation email so if you said well i've sent it and i don't know what happened check your junk because it might be in your junk folder once you confirm your email it'll post on stitcher exactly like do what the woman says okay um so yeah <laughs> you can do that you can go to our website leave comments vote in the polls email us the blackout at gmail all the feedback we cover it here and i actually found a new place for some reviews so we'll be reading some new some new old reviews okay we'll be reading those today but um 
once again make sure the reviews are five stars okay because if they're not five stars we don't give a Mm-mm. fuck okay? we don't care what platform they we're are. not reading we, a we, goddamn we, thing if it ain't five stars i am blind to anything more than five stars just telling you right now we only see mm-hmm. five stars in our eyes we are some, that's it we are some five star bitches over here come on okay? nothing less than five mm-hmm. um so yeah make sure you guys do that that um that excerpt was from uh creative quest by quest love a book that it's a short book you can read it in a in a couple days like if you got time i like it because <clears throat> there's a little tidbits it's a very a la carte book to me you take what you what, what works for you you leave what else what doesn't but i love the way he talks about creativity and that is like some people are so precious about creativity right mm-hmm. when you're an artist in whatever field you're in um it's like no this is the way to do it and and what do we do all day people go people can have formed entire arguments and careers around just being like who's better than this artist who's better than that you know what i mean like (laughs) outcast is better than trial call quest like you have to pick one right and i'm not saying there's no merit to those discussions but there's something about it that sort of uh creates a bastardized version of creativity in which one person's creativity is quote unquote better right or whatever when a lot of this stuff is just different and the opportunities and the chances we have in our lives like to make a living off of creativity is one thing but that doesn't mean you're not creative right and you know? and i think for a lot of people and the thing is who determines what creativity is is the question mm-hmm. and that varies there are a lot of creative people and all jokes aside a lot of white people have said this person is the best this person is the most creative like they've determined this and have passed it down for decades and decades and centuries now so we've just accepted that but what about the black and brown and other and lgbtq people that are just as creative and put at work around that time too a lot of their work was ignored but not just that but like the validation of creativity within because that's an external validation right oh Mm -hmm. if it's not if white people don't recognize it's not creative but that's not necessarily true you know correct um another thing that made me think about is he talks about using it to stave off depression and and Mm -hmm. things of this nature and something i don't think people are talking about that's why i haven't really mocked it but i mean there's jokes to be had of course but i haven't really made fun of it but during this pandemic with everyone stuck in the house dealing with their own mental health issues the world burning around us literally and figuratively uh donald trump trying to do as much as he can to just get as many marginalized people out the pain as all this stuff Mm -hmm. what 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 i wonder if people realize buying that plant Mm -hmm. taking up you know journaling um going live on instagram and facebook all the time cooking Mm -hmm. these are creative outlets people are using i think to help stave off some of the stuff in a weird way even twitter is a creative yes. outlet even if your creativity some people's content is malcontent and discontent like mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. like and and that is what they create for a living they go online and they're like let me find a person to be upset at let me find a thing to be mad about and then they're on twitter doing that that's that is their creativity now mm-hmm. I, it might not make me feel the way it makes them feel but that may be them thinking they're staving off their depression right like well at least i at least i can say rihanna ain't shit you know at least i can say 
you know no name or j cole and shit and then they're doing that all day rather than be like yo i'm stuck in the house i may or may not have a job i don't have enough money to make rent like this is now that's creativity too you know Mm -hmm. what i mean this podcast it's creativity it's an outlet i think about this shit all the time like Mm -hmm. what am i gonna do to make the podcast better what are we gonna talk about today how am i gonna set this up how am i get this guest so this is all creativity and and i think these outlets can be healthy to stave off some of these things that you know are looming in the background and giving in all this despair agreed uh but like we say because people don't quote unquote get paid for you know because the the thing about it's a plus and a minus but the the hustle 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 society has turned around and has kind of been damaging because for a lot of people it's just a hobby like i don't want to make money off of this i don't want to make a living off of this i just enjoy doing this shit because it takes my mind off of this thing i might be actually i might be terrible at it i don't care i just like to get in whatever this space is whatever this zone is whatever i'm doing and just enjoy the moment like this is what i want to do but the hustle society tells you that everything you put your hands to has to be a hustle everything you put your hands to you got to make money and that's not true and so you have people i'll just say who ain't who ain't got no business going into these fields going into these fields because the hustle society say everything gotta be a hustle no baby i just like plants i don't want to teach plants i don't i don't i don't want to be a a a a a person that that studies plants and all that shit i don't want to make a youtube or video on plants i just want some plants to grow in my backyard because i just like the way this rose looks but it's still creativity whether whether someone sees it or not you know but i think the thing and the and the thing is if you do want to share it right i i think a lot of us are doing it to share mm-hmm. because the thing that 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 he said that was so beautiful is creativity creates connectedness that is a fucking bar because it does music brings us together tv brings us together i didn't really truly grasp this until i read the book but it's why people love to hear our recaps of of shows they already watched because you know i don't i'm not a recap person i don't listen to anyone's recaps i don't care quick i i no just me period i'm not just speaking for anyone else i don't listen to anybody's recaps for anything i'm just like if i saw the shit i already had the way i felt about it and i never understood why people needed it or why people was like yo i ride when y'all gonna put the recap out and i'm like didn't you see game of thrones like you got the enjoyment from game of thrones already but once i read this i was like oh it's the it's the it's the connectedness mm-hmm. we all watch this thing and now we're kind of discussing it and it's us getting to know each other through the discussion of it yeah. you know this is how i felt about it this is how you felt about it so now i know more about you over the course of just this too much there's certain listeners and stuff that write in where i'm like i already know how they feel about this how do i know that you know what i mean <laughs> because we have created some sort of quasi relationship from the shared creativity of us like consuming this creativity and also creating a product from it so it's it's a real uh, synergistic uh sort of relationship yes it's like they took book clubs and turned them into other formats because people that do book clubs they do this all the time you everybody because everybody read the same book y'all actually don't need to get up and talk about it and discuss you actually don't but what you choose to do is when you get up you somebody might have a different perspective than you you might learn a different way it might take you into other uh conversations like you say and it builds community and things like that and even people that are going into like these things it 
even people that get dogs that's actually a form of creativity a lot of people go i wait i want to i want to get an animal but a lot of people are getting animals because they're lonely they, right. they want something around them that's actually living and moving something like for some people if i have to take care of this thing this will cause me to get up every morning this will cause me to be alert this will cause me to be present this will cause me to be here and a lot of times what happens when you go get a dog next thing you know you're going to pet smart next thing you know you're googling online next thing you know you in a pet facebook group next thing you know you know you're, you're talking to other people about pets you're trying to find a vet like because yeah, like, even uh even having a pet is creative yes it is you know you pick out a certain type of pet what you gonna feed it what, how you gonna what kind of collar when you're gonna do this like the pictures people share online and stuff it's mm-hmm. all like it's just how do we define creativity or not correct you know correct. I, I think feeding that muscle is so important for your mental health it is it is um and i and and it's healthy and i'm you know i hate everything that's going on but i'm actually really happy for people that are finding these ways and these outlets because for a lot of people these are the things that's keeping them sane these are the things that's that's keeping them from from actually jumping off the bridge or, or whatever and actually keeping them like i said it's something about being present and here i think it's very important that uh people understand that it's like okay if i look around and everything's burning now i can channel that energy that i probably would have been angry and spewing i can turn that energy into something more positive yeah and if not it kind of does eat away at you it it does it It will eat away at you and i and i know for me one of my uh things is uh video games like i've really i think this since this pandemic i probably have played video games more than i have in a very 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 long time like I really have been enjoying it, but like I said, it's a form of creativity and and being in my um my outlet because a lot of the games, you know, particularly the farming games I play, they're hey, you can do your own thing, create your own house, create your own world. You can do these things. Same thing, people to play uh uh animal crossing you create your own island your friends come and see you you can have your own thing going on without being and dealing with the realities of what's happening in the real world yeah it's not a coincidence that fucking the nintendo switch and animal crossing is sold out correct because that is people's creativity you know because you go because it's not a traditional video game where you beat it you know it's just like oh yeah i uh I, I i beat the boss and now i turn the game off no it's hey i'm putting trees here i'm making a i'm making a fake bodega behind me i'm getting certain clothes and all this stuff and i'm talking to my friends and i'm changing i'm going to their islands and i'm helping them and and it, and it, it it's a creativity inside of a creative thing already mm-hmm. it's like it's like a sandbox is designed for you to do that so you know i remember we talked about a couple of weeks ago uh, i think maybe last time i read from this book and you were saying how like something like that's you you didn't see it as creative i was like that is creative no i like, didn't like being in there putting the tree here instead of there is a decision only you can make right you know what i mean and every so by the time you're done with your farm you have a unique setup mm-hmm. that no one else on the earth has Mm-mm. no matter how many people play that game it's like there's because you're making literally hundreds of thousands of little decisions every you know every every yeah. playthrough and so it's impossible my island my uh my farm doesn't look like your farm right you know and then if you talk to somebody like you about it you get so detailed and intricate with the shit that it's like <laughs> oh obviously this person is not just uh into this game but extremely has learned to use this game to create so 
you know i think it's just a matter of uh people understanding that yeah and i and i guess i never really thought about that because i thought the creativity was creating the game not term like i was like okay you created the game that's the creativity part quote not it's not quote unquote the end but you created this world and now i take your world and i do what i want to with it but me doing what i want to with it is part of my creativity right. and I, I i never kind of viewed it like that but like you say once you talk to me about it you realize that i go in like i didn't like i said something something that i didn't really think twice about because it's something that is kind of automatic i start going into the fruits and the vegetables and the trees and the houses and and did you do this did you do that like going down like you said this deep deep rabbit hole and that's because i have uh studied it and and went through the steps and like you said i didn't really think about it you're making these micro decisions every day i want to put it here no i don't want to put it here i want to move my house here no i want to move my house there you know what if i get tired of my farm i can scrap my whole farm and start over from scratch you're almost like Mm -hmm. a blank canvas and that's the part of the 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 lovely and the wonderful part about the creativity there's no rules and restrictions on what you can and can't do even with me cooking that's me sharing creativity when i go on facebook live and cook in the kitchen and everybody is you know hanging out and stuff mm-hmm. and it's creating connectedness i like there's certain people that show up pretty much every time mm-hmm. uh there's certain people that come in and they hey what music are you listening to what uh you know uh, oh what where'd you get this item that you're using to do this oh what recipe is this you know and you kind of create community because i'm sharing like okay i like to do this with my rice okay i like to do you know uh they say just put this but i'm gonna put this extra spice in here i'm gonna you know stuff like that and so that's me sharing and my creativity because you never make the same meal twice Mm -mm. even if you make in the same even if you got the same instructions no one's ever made the same meal twice right there's always something different mm-hmm. um but there but that's me sharing it you know so right and also is one of those things too but particularly uh, not, not to go to the rabbit hole but cooking you know it's things that you say and you'll see like people make comments on how to right. do those things like when you was talking about garlic yeah you take the butter the, the long the, the thick part of the knife press it crack it and then you can peel your garlic versus going through the other process right. but it's something that you wouldn't know unless you share it and people go oh, oh i know how to do this or oh i know how to fix that and it's almost right. like we we're actually helping each other grow based off yeah. our knowledge yeah i i it may i went and looked up certain things like uh how to dice a tomato easier you know like uh, you know I, I go in on youtube and now and now that's the thing i do you know like oh i gotta dice a tomato cut it cut it small ways this way this way cut it small ways this way and then finally chop it all the, the smithereens and now i got diced tomatoes yes. in a neat little pile that you got everybody it, cutting your fingers off it's a little di- well not i well tomatoes never worry about cutting my fingers but uh that's more like carrots and stuff but uh but anyway my point being like it's creativity because then somebody sees me do it and they go where'd you get that from right. i'm gonna try that you know so it's been cool anyway butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow 
all right let's talk about the people that gave us money though mm. i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day sweet ebony jesus we have gotten some more money and that's what we really do it for right folks jay fool hit us with the with the recurring donation okay we appreciate you jay Do- jay fool yes dollars make us holler okay honey boo boo <laughs> uh honey child uh what happened to honey boo boo uh you know what don't tell me it's a tragic story yeah it probably is don't tell me i i, I just want to remember her how she was marvin I'm, I'm gonna remember her differently yes marvin b yes marvin b early days of photography michael w Nicole f got a one-time donation from a uh, leslie uh leslie s thank you leslie we appreciate you hey let me make sure they didn't leave a message let me just double check okay cool 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 okay, thank you leslie do, some people don't yeah got a uh, recurring donation from nerds and luxury luxury those luxurious ass nerds mm-hmm. our girl chrishell hate local hater of ben simmons asia <laughs> d solana s yvonne m adam s michael s no relation a lot of s's this week tom w uh we got luther g dana r is a brand new recurring donator head on to the new members class dana hey baby nicholas z laura e bomani jones the man who ended will kane's career on espn ah, Cliff. a few days later he was like this is my last day he said what's the point okay <laughs> no- why am i here noel w rita may c miss hathaway uh got a one-time donation from jerome b i say jerome in the house mm-hmm. without a doubt uh oh officer jl chauvin no I'm just, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <kidding. laughs> uh jl covid comedian extraordinaire uh trump supporter and the man who said lip syncing what that millie vanilla killed herself for nothing because lip syncing is back baby and it's back then girl you know it's true oh 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 uh renate m renate m pete b olivia from chicago uh happy anniversary yes happy anniversary baby to, to her and g i saw they celebrated yesterday congratulations uh our girl miss barnes in the chat johanna johanna m and oh she became a brand new recurring donator i see you johanna hey, we baby. we have met her in real life mm-hmm. a few times we did uh voiceovers with her mm-hmm. so you know thank you boo we appreciate you. you um all right that's everybody let's play me out and you look so much better when you're oh, oh, oh. And why you wait? And you look so much better when you're oh, oh, oh. And why you pray? And you look so much better when you're oh, oh, oh. Look in the mirror. And you look so much better when you're oh, oh, oh. Always remember. And you look so much better when you smile. All right, let's get into the five star reviews. We got a few. Um, let's see. Long overdue. This is long overdue. Karen and her husband, Winky Face are a delight to listen to next step is premium uh yetunde i believe is how it's pronounced and it's a yeti uh is the username on itunes thank you thank you baby for the five stars mm-hmm. 
love five stars have you been here i've been hearing you for years on keith and the girl and i finally subscribed you're hilarious by sce6330 thank you oh shout out to keith and him yes keith and him also i love your username it's, it sounds like you should be a droid in one of the star wars prequels <laughs> yes sce630 6330 and then by the end they just be calling like 30 get over there because ain't nobody gonna remember that Mm-mm. just trying to sell some toys um uh-huh. great movie review podcast this is for our spoiled movie review what i ain't updated that feed in a minute i i ain't been watching no movies i need to actually i have been watching movies i haven't been reviewing them shit i owe y'all some reviews huh mm-hmm. <laughs> i just been, about to say you have been watching stuff. i did watch the five bloods and i did watch uh i keep forgetting to review them because i watched them on netflix like they don't count but uh i watched a good impossible white man movie too uh and what is the name of that extraction so all right i'll get on that uh, great movie review podcast podcast has <clears throat> has an honest straightforward way of talking about movies it is direct funny occasionally soul searching and always rewarding highly recommend from bbqb thank you mm-hmm. and that's out of canada so hey sweetie best pod the best podcast mm, okay i didn't want to say it. i'm glad you said it i mean i'm glad you bragged on our behalf so we didn't have to just look arrogant coming out here telling everybody yeah, you that. said it so we wouldn't have to i'm gonna get it on a t-shirt and quote you uh rm fleming i've been listening to ryder karen for years and once you hear them you'll wish you had been too so go premium for all that content yes content yes i'm hella late five stars by kurt worst well, let me tell you something kurt it's on time to us your last name might be worse but your timing is the best because it's never too late never too late never too late never uh i'm hella late i've been listening for at least four years or so i've been li- meaning to leave y'all a five-star review but i never had an apple account thanks for the honest thoughts dope guests memorable segments and giving me the laugh of my la- uh, la- life with that bullet ball episode y'all stay safe and watch out for that rona thank you kurt mm-hmm. we will do our best okay we are on the lookout for the rona come on and then so i went to podcast attic because i had to do some work this week i had to find a bunch of stuff and i didn't realize how many things we were on yeah we're on a lot of shit. <laughs> we're on a lot of things um and so uh podcast addict lets people leave reviews and unbeknownst to us people have been leaving us a few five-star reviews and over we here we did not know it they don't promote it or push it so we didn't know now i don't know if we just have only been on podcast addict for since april 2020 or right. if or if they only show reviews back to april 2020 okay? right so we so if you uh left one before that we don't see it all right so rego 1819 uh april 24 2020 says if you're not listening to this what are you doing with your life gather thyself and sign up for premium gather thyself okay <laughs> you plebeians i don't know i don't even know if those two words go together yes gather thyself up yeah it just sound like it should be some uh some sort of like gather thyself philistines okay uh marvell nolan says my fave podcast five stars thank you hub one hub 1026 says five stars i've been listening around the camera for over eight years 
they are smart witty and will challenge the way you think about everything the content the blackout tips puts out is endless especially if you get that premium the best podcast ever hands down thank you mm-hmm. we love it we do and last one is from gina gate who says gina gate sound like uh the president had an affair with a person named gina you know what i mean <laughs> yes today reporting day number 37 of gina, gina gate trying to get to the bottom of this we got gina here live let's go to gina damn gina why you had to fuck the president uh five stars gina gate says if you aren't listening you missing out rod and karen are insightful real and hilarious thank you mm-hmm. so yeah if you're leaving reviews at podcast i gotta figure out if i can get notified of it you know some of these places don't do a good job of letting you know Mm-mm. like hey you got mad reviews over here son you can come check these out right but... so it's people leaving reviews and we we didn't even know they was existed yeah i could who knows how many fucking reviews we missed because this shit only gives gave us the last four so i don't know uh anyway but thank you everyone who left a review let's get mm-hmm. into the comments okay it's always a great day i love reviews they lift my spirits okay yes, they do in these times come on these uncertain times we need it uh arigato was was our feedback episode 2125 um and oh wait how do i pronounce this name vero ek okay okay all right cool cool so they're trying to tell me how to say it all right i can't roll my r's so this whole thing's probably gonna be offensive and i'm sorry i'm gonna try my best Ah! but my lazy american southern tongue i almost fell spanish y'all i can't roll my r's i have to do this thing with the back of my throat to fake the r and and guess what my spanish name is rodrigo so it's even worse they would be rolling their r's and i'm just like (laughs) like like a cat (laughs) rodrigo yeah rodrigo they be like okay close enough you get a c (laughs) kaya i hate to post this well actually but here i go i'm gonna stop you right there player okay i don't have no hate towards you or this post but i just want to let you know you never have to do the well actually you never have to just just come out just come out of here and i'm reading this so that means you did do it stand in your well actually okay i'll stand up in it i'm not gonna be mad at you Mm -hmm. i ain't offended okay we're not that sensitive it's okay you well actually you're not i don't think that makes you a bad person oh no sometimes we need to know these things and you're informing the audience you know as long as you use it sparingly i mean if this becomes a weekly thing i can't protect you from that but Mm-mm. you know i get it so i know when listening to the episode that origato was uh was japanese but didn't know how you might say thank you in cantonese which is the regional language of hong kong i looked it up and i found that the appropriate expression may be doji doji i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right uh here's a short audio clip of it being pronounced and it's okay let me see Dolce. oh Dolce. okay uh here's a short audio clip and a link to a longer youtube video oh, i'm not clicking that all right let me stop procrastinating now and get back to work one more language thing this is about spanish and my username my username should have spaces because it's more of an expression vero ek uh my which my nickname is ver uh, once again i will try but come on <laughs> vero and the spanish phrase for is and what oh she said oh i got carried away with the r's it's more like vero oh uh, you, hey listen thank you for writing in uh this is a today's language moment 
um in which i probably fucked all of it up um <laughs> the poll was when did you learn about juneteenth recently not that long ago or a long time ago karen not that long ago yeah um uh, i learned about it a long well i shouldn't even say a, i mean well i guess i'm old yeah, it's a you, long time ago yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was I like, didn't learn about it till i was like a grown-ass adult so. i was like it was college and i'm like nigga that was a long time ago you old ass nigga so <laughs> yeah uh 58 percent learned about it a long time ago and keep in mind learning about it doesn't mean shit because it's not like i learned about it and then started celebrating it correct i didn't know nobody that was celebrating i just i heard about it in college and was like uh, I, I guess they do that in texas but it, i was like they definitely not doing that here uh not that long ago 35 percent, and recently six percent welcome to the club recently come on now ain't nothing wrong with recently Mm-mm. allegra says i unfortunately didn't learn about juneteenth until i was a full adult and only learned incrementally oakland california uh did a juneteenth festival weekend for many years and that was my introduction in my early 20s but then i got more details a few years ago the real shame is that my grandparents who raised me were both from texas and were born in the early 1900s so you think i get my knowledge from them right nope yeah that's what's wild is about juneteenth there were long periods of time where black people didn't really celebrate it mm-hmm. and there's other times where people tried to to bring it up and and like make nationalize it and stuff and then there would be a movement uh, kind of against that you know black people have such a complicated history with shame in this country yes sir where we've at once been proud to be black in america and the progress and it's and and sometimes black people feel shame attached to slavery as if it was our fault you know i was listening to um to for all nerds uh it was an episode a couple weeks ago we had uh brandon collins janicia from uh tiwa queen of J and dj ben amin was on there and juneteenth came up you know obviously they were doing juneteenth events you know brandon drunk we were at both mm-hmm. um and so but ben and you know I, I love and listen to ben all the time i listen to the show every week but ben felt and he's he's always seemed this way to me and this is not a knock on him but he always seemed kind of conflicted and i think he represents a lot of black people conflicted about stories about slavery and black historical struggle and stuff in america because there is a level of like shame attached to it because it's like look this all they want us to be or why we always got to revisit this time in history you know we i've talked about it on the show before if you know if i sat you down and said let's go year by year and you tell me how many black stories made it to movies and tv and how many were about slavery and civil rights you would find that the vast majority of these stories are not about that Mm -mm. and then if i took a graph and showed you the history of black people in america and the stories that we have told there are very there are so many more stories in the quote-unquote struggle period of uh black america that deserve to be told that haven't been told yet we have not told told nearly enough i i'm low-key a little bit the other way where it's like we do too much romanticizing of the now in some escapism shit then we then we should like that's one of the reasons a lot of people don't know shit it's one of the reasons white people don't know shit to be honest because they they always kind of get to be like well things are good now let's just tell stories from now it's like no it's not all good now and it never was and there's a reason that now is how it is now it's and, and 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 i always know that regardless of what people say their actions end up betraying them now, i mm-hmm. hate study story i hate these civil rights stories then watchmen comes out and you don't just love it 
you love it why do you love it because this is still that racism that struggle it's because it was it validated you it said hey this shit is fucked up and it's been fucked up and it's insidious and there's a plot and it's conspiratorial and you are not crazy you know what i mean and so so i think anyway all that stuff to say like um people have felt that way with juneteenth and that's what ben was saying like he never really celebrated because he always saw it as something like coming out of slavery and so like another slight almost like so why even do that well he's not alone there's been periods in in the history of of juneteenth where black people in mass was like we ain't celebrating this no more why we always got to be talking about slavery and then it will come back and i think it's coming back in this time the same way it has in the past because the oppression is so bad and so in our faces that people want to celebrate like no we broke these chains and you will recognize these chains are broken you will give us our things and i think that's what's happening right now and that may explain why allegra's parents didn't teach her grandparents didn't teach her about it because they they may have been like it's out of slavery why why i don't want to burden my young child's life my young grandchild's life with the idea of hey we used to be slaves yeah and it's also another one of those things which almost like a gift and a curse i won't better for the next generation okay cool but you also need to teach them about your generation because won't better for them is a good thing Mm. that's never a bad thing you always want the next generation to do better than you but them doing better than you does not mean abandoning your past and your history and abandoning the mistakes of the past and shit like that like a lot of people kind of lose or or have lost over the years and the generations of who their family is the history of their family and shit like that and a lot of it's because of that shame like if you go down you know it may have stopped with your parents or your grandparents they may have been like i don't want to talk about this no more or because of the shame or the hurt or whatever they've been through people just aren't they don't want to be open so whatever happened dies with them so then that generation the next generation just assumes that it has always been this way but it really hasn't or they they say shit out of ignorance and don't realize what they're saying has actually directed impact has impacted their family's lives in some way shape form or fashion but they just don't know then they go to dig and they're like well goddamn i didn't know yes that's right because we stopped sharing the stories we stopped sharing the hurt we stopped sharing the pain but the thing is it's okay to share hurt and pain and all that stuff i think uh people in general but a lot of black people are really really heavy into what what happens in my house stays in my house don't tell my business like we are really into that but we end up damaging and hurting a whole generation of people because we don't want to share these things life is fucked up people make errors people make mistakes you know every generation has a baby at a wedlock or somebody cheating or every family has these things you know but when you don't share these things you don't know these things so you have this illusion and uh, and and not to get not to get on insecure but you have this illusion on what you think people are like when molly was upset that she found out her parents marriage wasn't perfect a lot of y'all are like that you have this perfect Mm -hmm. view on how you think your family functions and then you fuck around and be like oh shit it didn't function like this and some people don't handle that well yeah i'll even uh to, i'll even add a little little element to it i don't like that that i think one of the biggest ways that white supremacy has won and 
beaten us as black people is our reluctance to revisit our past as a as a race in america mm-hmm. i feel like they won you know i i feel like me reading the history and stuff feels a bit revolutionary and i know it's not nearly as comparative to certain other but in my brain it's a bit of a revolution you know these documentaries a bit of a revolution i need to know these things because they didn't want me to the same way they that they didn't want me to vote they didn't want me to know this shit and i wish people could see the connection that all black art in america is communicating our pain it's because because our pain is part of us even if in our joy there's pain mm-hmm. even in our love of each other there's pain you know we are always sharing our pain you know like the the rejection of the idea of like i remember when underground came out so many black people rejected it right away mm-hmm. and it was snoop dog snoop dog made a video about it and i remember being on this show like i'm going to watch this this sounds dope as fuck yes and you know i don't know man well ain't you sick of slavery well first of all it's us telling the story now so how the fuck i'm gonna get sick when we finally get to turn it back that don't make no sense or when white people was telling it that's the movies I, oh i had to see i'm start not that it's a bad movie but like i had to see i'm start but now now that we gotta now that we making these movies i'm done like no the fight has always been for these black creators to tell our stories and if they want to tell stories that have never been told from that perspective or in that way i'm gonna be there to support them the other part of it is what we do for a living with this podcast what many black podcasts do whether they talking about nerd shit whether they're talking about uh education whether they're talking about current racial issues and stuff we are carrying on a legacy of our people that have been communicating our pain since they were fucking disguising it into fucking songs and negro spirituals like we are doing that now like this is we are still carrying on that tradition and so if we don't recognize the connection from the tradition i think we look we look we are being we are i feel like we're being had that's how i feel i feel like you're being had if you go i don't want to talk about this but then every week what do you talk about this thing is racist that thing is fucked up this thing is fucked up you're doing it too let's not make each other feel bad about it because none of us have not a goddamn thing to be ashamed about we didn't do this to anyone this was done to us so you know i hate when people feel that connection disconnection and i think that's how we lose things like juneteenth is people going i don't ever want to think about this well look you didn't do shit you know what i mean so you're you're oh like i want you to know you're okay and it's okay because to me personally even though i'm not a person that's religious i feel like it is our duty to celebrate our ancestors man it's our duty to celebrate their passive resistance their aggressive resistance their their uh overt and subvert like it's it is our duty to honor that and i think when we celebrate stuff like juneteenth we do honor that when we watch uh, a a movie about a story especially the ones that really did happen like 12 years a slave and and we're like well it it didn't give me there were no fireworks in the parade at the end who gives a fuck it's a real story and we should honor that that is a real fucking story and that that is 
a tragic thing that happened and we should our voices should be there to say like this is how i feel about this thing even if our, even if the only thing we have to say is like how i feel about it is that it's not a happy story and that i want people to recognize that and that it still happens today because what's the difference between 12 years of slave and 12 years in prison for some shit you didn't do you know what i mean so i i think that that we have a duty and responsibility to recognize that yeah and also something that you talking about how white supremacy wins white supremacy wins in all types of ways white supremacy it oppresses us it strips things away from us but also white supremacy holds you accountable for its pain and that's why people feel ashamed because they feel accountable for some shit that they didn't do i didn't do it why am i feeling bad for your pain why am i feeling bad for your actions why do i have to hold the burden of this this is your burden to carry here you go you carry it i am free but it's very hard for people to to do that because the way society is set up it's a trick all the way around and in that holding their pain you hold the shame and the guilt that goes along with it even though you did not commit a crime you are held accountable when you bring it up because you make them feel bad i don't have anything to do with your guilt baby that is your guilt speaking not mine and so i think for a lot of people they end up uh losing a lot of these things and you know and and it's almost it's, it's it's a tragedy in itself because i know a lot of uh black people particularly black women talk about how black women don't love themselves low self-esteem and all this stuff but you know what if we knew the history of the generations before that loved their hair and loved their skin and walked around proud and had their clothes on if we knew about the 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 black women that that did these things i'm black and i'm proud i know for a lot of us depending on your age just that's not that old but for people born of this generation that's ancient times to them that's what people have to realize this is ancient times to this generation and so to them you know the 70s and the 80s that's old to them so you know they're just now learning about the the things that 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 we've been new about so we actually need to show them and teach them you know love yourself love your hair you know you have a generation now that's wearing their hair natural they think they're being revolutionary you go no baby people did this back in the day our froze kind of come and go as far as you know what's hip and what's not but if they don't know they think that they're the first people to do shit when actually they're not yeah and and honestly if we don't you know the older i get the more i realize it if we don't tell these stories they will be lost to time yes they will purposely so i don't like you know and it needs to be from our perspective if not from our perspective it needs to our perspective needs to be heavily involved in the creation of it so i'm not gonna even say because i don't even think we have a uh, monopoly on these stories i mm-hmm. i mean watchmen is done by a white man if people would have wrote that on paper what watchmen was a lot of the black people who love it would have would have never even turned it on of course so you know it, it's, it's like we just need to influence these stories and we do that through the the way we talk now so uh blue cat says i learned about juneteenth in college from a militant light-skinned black girl well won't they do it okay come listen. on light-skinned people are the most militant particularly yep. in they 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 twenties honey they'll burn the room down you'll be like oh i understand you're mad but we, we ain't coming here to burn the room down all ages really you can't take them nowhere okay unless you're ready for a fight uh straight up fight okay I'll, don't let them get don't be fooled like when they wake up they woke you know what i mean i'll be like man come on let's just eat some popcorn and watch this movie they'd be like nah we gotta burn the theater down i'm sorry 
they triggered me kim doc says juneteenth will be a staple from now on i requested the day off but hopefully the federal government will grant us this holiday they <laughs> not under trump mm, maybe, maybe the next president maybe, but not maybe biden not under trump I, I, don't, I don't then the sky's the limit for biden by the way i know y'all don't like him but um biden got that good white man this thing where i really think he would do more for black people specifically in a way that of course obama couldn't do because he was the first and also he was black so mm-hmm. uh, the, the shit he would have done wouldn't not that it wouldn't account it but i would have i'm not gonna front i would have felt two minds about the first black president being like here's some reparations i'm like this why are they making him do it you know what i'm saying so i feel like biden is the kind of dude that he's so white with his privilege he really would be like yeah let's look into reparations let's do it and everybody's like but you can't do that he's like i'm a white man first of all shut the fuck up uh we gonna do it you know what i mean regardless of what y'all saying y'all gonna have to deal everybody get juneteenth off not even because he on some like just super woke shit but just because he like i'm white what y'all gonna be mad yeah like columbus day scratch that off the books yeah i'm here because y'all can't do shit to stop a white man okay come on there were so many other candidates you could have went with and you chose me so yes i'm doing all the shit like i don't even think he like i think he has julian castro involved in the campaign like i really think he just be on cruise control like julian you you know what to do about the you got this the criminal justice you got this all right well just let me know the talking points i'm gonna go and take a nap let me know the talking points <laughs> i'm gonna be on i'm gonna be on skype with charlamagne all right y'all go ahead and handle this um they've been doing their part to at least check in the government workers on a broader scale still haven't heard from my supervisor about anything other than reopening but i think he's conservative anyway mm-hmm. don't they be july 4th is out is out for me mm-hmm. i got me a, a special shirt for july 4th can't wait to wear it um but yeah that's the feedback episode let's see next uh 2126 fart the police we have my dad on um we yes, got we a lot of comments miss barnes says a lot to say as a far as a former target employee i'm happy that the minimum wage is now 15 dollars an hour sad part is that the out the hours will be cut for a little while it's not like that all the time but for the folks that do depend on target as their main job it's no fun when you go from 20 to 30 hours a week to five or ten hours a week oh because of the pandemic or they mm-hmm. just cut oh wow because you know every, all store you know stores like 25 to 30 percent capacity right. you know what i'm saying like like we're not functioning on a full and force it's the right only now. way to keep everybody employed, employed yes, sir. without having to lay everybody off mm-hmm. damn a lot of folks like myself target was our second job but for folks that have target as their main job cutting the hours is a trash move the main downside of the job are the karens and chads that come into the store acting like they are owed everything ask for managers giving us expired coupons and getting pissed off when we tell them they can't take them and shit yeah they probably ain't wearing no mask either right me personally the minimum wage should be a smooth 30 dollars an hour just for dealing with them motherfuckers i don't blame you yeah the other part is um these companies right now like listen i'm glad i don't run shit to be frank because it's no right answer everybody on twitter is complaining right now about these jobs and they trying to balance everything and keep people employed they don't want to live like it's very difficult yeah all the complaints ain't equal Mm -mm. like some of the complaints is like you know sexual harassment and shit and i'm like you know racism i get that but some of the complaints is like wow my company just had to lay out 30 people and i'm like my nigga no one's making money 
right the doing, economy ain't like, moving that like what did you want them to do you know what i mean wow we didn't even get you know blankety blank blank and it's like you're not no one's gonna get that because no none of these motherfuckers got it right they don't even got it to give you to do it like they, mm-hmm. like they doing this just shit to stay these businesses stay are just as fucking check to check as us yes they are that's that was that's the biggest uh scam in the book right ain't it that's the biggest motherfucking um uh curtain that got pulled back um on this pandemic was all these companies that be talking this shit and then they be like well you should just save some money and that and then as soon as some shit happened they're like oh lord jesus how are we gonna make it mr trump please like yeah mm-hmm. you need a loan nigga i need a loan right Miss Barnes says, my bad. I also forgot to say I enjoy having your mom on the show on Mother's Day and your dad on the show on Father's Day. I remember seeing them in the library and I was thinking to myself, who is this young, good looking couple coming in and grabbing a front row seat at the show? They are a joy to listen to when they are on the show. Yes. Aww. Love my parents, man. Very fortunate. I listen. Yes. There's not very many funny people that have good parents. <laughs> yeah. Go on, go on, do the comedians that, you know, most loves of you. You be like, God damn, but tragedy, sir. So I'm thankful. D Ramsey says, Papa Tips and Mama Morrow are too cute. Enjoy them anytime they are on the show. Five stars for the past week because the show has been flames. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Sofa King says, That Kiki Palmer drop makes me laugh every time. Yeah, it does. That's my favorite clip. It's so good. Monica says, Rod, your parents are so exceptional and inspirational. Your mother made me reconsider staying inside forever. And it was equally <laughs> eye-opening to hear how active your father has been this whole time doing his outside work and fishing. I wish them both excellent health. Thank you, Monica. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went for a walk yesterday, too. You know, got to get out the house. Can't be afraid. <sighs> the sun felt so good. I'm not even going to lie. Um, yeah, it was hot. I remember Karen's mentions mentions NPR often, so I was wondering if you listened to this week's on the media episode. It's called Your Lying Eyes. There's a fascinating segment on the show Cops and Live PD and how they not only exaggerate the numbers and kinds of crimes that they show, but also how close the collaboration is between TV producers and police officers. It's quite gross. I was thinking of you guys while I listened. One guest said that no doubt that the shake shack story spread to police departments all across the country and probably influenced the woman cop getting mcdonald's breakfast uh she didn't mention the shake shack case but the that lie had reverberating effects he also said that cops have said they become cops because of the show cops what the fuck anyway stay safe y'all thanks for another great week karen have you listened to that this week no okay i haven't either but yes that's amazing eve says i was once pulled over by the cops for speeding and when he bent over to lean in my window he farted he was so embarrassed he got back in his car without a word and drove off fart the police indeed (laughs) oh my god that is (laughs) disgusting but you got out of a ticket so fart the police on ma'am do you know why i pulled you over oh 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 this is embarrassing oh my. yes no oh, can i see license it uh right oh, um, oh. I, I think i gotta go back, back you know to what my car. you know what, you know what? have a nice day i'm gonna let you off with a warning oh, oh god he had to make it to a, a fucking starbucks fast as possible come on kim doc says oh my god i need to just laugh thank you ev holy shit holy shit indeed uh the poll is are you interested in cracker the tv show yes or no oh we talked about it i i watch it yeah i'm not gonna lie i was not interested at first 
i was like no who who want to see this and i thought about it i want to see this because it's it, at best it's it's actually a good introspective look at power dynamics of slavery and blah 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 from a white man right so let's that's the best case scenario we'd be like wow i who knew watchmen and now this right that's not what i expect to happen but that's the best case scenario at worst it's hilarious that's what i was thinking a big ass comedy at worst it's hilarious and i will watch a hilarious ridiculous terrible uh idea at least once like i'm not saying i'm gonna watch the whole series Mm -mm. but i will tune in to be like how fucking terrible could they make this because this seems like a terrible idea in the wrong hands and his hands seem like the worst he's a boston white man you know don't get much worse than that uh anyway uh miss Barnes says i voted yes in the poll but i feel that i will watch while covering my eyes probably because i'm pretty sure they're gonna have some pretty terrible things Mm -hmm. you know black people like killing white kids and raping women and shit and like it's not gonna be like it's definitely gonna be uh dark as fuck regardless because slavery's dark even if you switch the uh races yes sir i just i just can't wait to see the white person's version of like because if black people had the power they would have done the same thing it's like mm-hmm. uh <laughs> like what they gonna be taking them from africa from europe to africa how does it make sense like anyway dd uh, uh, uh. says the, the <laughs> what they gonna call the nina the pinta and the santa maria they gonna have black names the imani the <laughs> the the imani the abdul and the uh uh dr umar ships came over oh no uh <laughs> they, they don't name them spices mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the cumin <laughs> the lowry's yes the uh and the, and the italian seasoning the you italian know that's, seasoning. that's the base of everything for black Once you people. start italian seasoning then i don't everything on top of that they got everything in it i mean i know italian people count as white but they got some good seasonings come okay. on the nano somebody said lemon pepper yes the lemon pepper wet the 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 lemon pepper the uh texas peach we didn't land on lemon pepper wet lemon pepper wet landed on us come on that's that's what the white people gonna be saying they gonna have a white malcolm x is that what we're gonna yes they're gonna be like we didn't land on the louisiana hot sauce louisiana hot sauce sprinkled on us They gonna have, are they going to have like a white Martin Luther King in this reality where everything is reversed? <laughs> That's going to be so good. Who thought of this? Oh, man. <laughs> DD says the next. <laughs> They're going to have a white-haired Tubman. White-haired Tubman going to have an underground railroad. They're going to have sympathizing blacks that's trying to help the whites escape. <laughs> Are white people going to be like, oh, master, please let us go? And black people yes, going to be the, talking? The adobo. The, the adobo. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, that Spanish seasoning, yes. I always wanted to know how it's going to work, man. Are the black people going to have white English accents? Or are they going to have African accents? Because that would mean Africa was the colonizing country where mm-hmm. the black people decided to rule the world so are they gonna be like you will <laughs> your name is toby or whatever like, my name is mitchell <laughs> beat him your name is toby boy and it's wow hit him 
oh my god yeah, this has that, to happen that tv accent yes tv african accent mm, cannot wait forrest whitaker gonna get an oscar for this you know he is okay <laughs> uh the nanosecond you mentioned the name of the show it was a roaring nope for me says dd when you said the trailer shows a black man sexually assaulting a white woman any faint interest was depleted mm-hmm. it's not lost on me that a white male producer thought it'd be okay to rely on racist stereotypes of black men as overly aggressive sexual beasts who can't help but take advantage of innocent pure white women well it's even deeper than that to me dd he if you think about what they saying he it's like he is admitting white people did these things mm-hmm you know and he's saying well what if we switch races what does that mean right because he's because everything the black people did in that trailer are things white people really did do. in real life yes and I, and i've always like 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 i said it could be brilliant i don't think it will be mm-hmm. it could be brilliant because the real statement here is not black people would do the same thing it's how do you feel as a white person watching this seeing black people do all this shit when really we did these things we did it every stereotype we have of black people is a thing we did lazy good for nothing subsiding off of the government dollar um abusing people's labor sexually uh uh not just sexually aggressive but fucking rapist sexual criminals mm-hmm. uh drug addicts this is whiteness and yet when yet we call black people this and so i want to see if they take it to the next level where they do that to white people in the movie you're lazy good for nothing cracker and then it's just like but what wait what is happening so i don't know like i said i but i get people that don't want to see uh this shit like i ain't even knocking y'all like i think far more of y'all said no than yes and i don't blame you as karen already stated how many times do you have to tell white folks that we're not interested in shows that portray the role reversal chattel slavery shame on anyone associated with the show and, my, and the t- any tv media network decides to air it the money spent to hire actors to produce the trailer could could and should have went to paying black folks some reparations but i digress yeah i will give him this though these motherfuckers just made this show y'all notice that none of us had heard of this shit it just popped up like it's done it'll be out soon and i you know what and moving forward that's gonna be the tactic yeah because when you start pre-announcing people people get pre-mad they don't know nothing they just oh, hear yeah. something and they so they're like you know everybody watch Watchmen. like literally right. everybody gonna take the hbo cue and guess what either you're gonna watch it or you're not and yeah, like, like, like and, and and to me is that simple hashtag boycott cracker would have been a good one on twitter yes boycott cra- and everybody that owns crackers would have been like look 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 we we just sell crackers we right. we, we, we we don't have any and then, problems and then when the show eventually gets cra- uh, canceled because come on there's no way this show is I, if this show makes it a full season i'm gonna be shocked not unless they already got a full season yeah unless they do that thing where they release it on streaming like the whole season is out there's no way no way anyway if this shit gets released uh i can't wait for the hashtag cracker over party you know cracker canceled uh i need <laughs> kim doc says i you need you know niggas get, get niggas get creative but like crack ass cracker hashtag you be like <laughs> how do we get here y'all y'all know we get creative with some names there's no way this is gonna be good kill doc says i need my racist content to be a bit more watered down than that that was violence it really was um yeah i don't blame nobody that don't want to see it i Mm-mm. i i watch i'm just gonna watch this shit for sure just to to get my, to be like how bad did they fuck this up like that looks like what people thought uh confederate would be 
yes even though i'm reading the description and the people that were writing it i, I don't do. think that's what confederate is going to be same but you know whatever i that looks like what that when people heard that the word confederate and D was involved they thought that's what we was getting and i'm like this is way worse <laughs> they didn't think of shit ah uh, would you let a white person shine your shoes was the poll for episode 2127 conegras well we didn't get any feedback like comments but we did get um you know we did get uh the poll feedback so would you let a white person shine your shoes yes no or i'm white no i don't have any shoes i don't wear shoes that need to be shined i'm a sneakers person okay so that's how you're getting out of that one but assuming you had some shoes that needed to be shined would you let a white person shine your shoes for reparations Mm -mm. karen says no uh 49 percent of the audience said no 45 percent said yes and six percent said i'm white which those percentages don't add up but let's not get into that (laughs) 49 45 and six am i missing something oh wait yeah it does add up my bad i'm tripping i'm tripping (laughs) I was like, 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 look at these numbers. What? Yeah. It's like, well, how does this make sense? Okay. I get it. My bad. Um, but yeah, so Shady Dave says, man, you guys are so right about how the Trumpers are politicizing COVID. I live in a small town in New Nevada where we had our first Democratic governor and damn near forever. He just laid down the gauntlet and said the mask are required here beginning 627. Same thing happened with our governor, by the way. Mm-hmm. Most people here don't know a person who has COVID firsthand and it shows by the way that half of the people in the stores are without masks of the people wearing masks there are quite a few wearing them under their nose or chin or hanging off an ear which i i don't comprehend do people not know that defeats the purpose our 16 year old son got sick in late february was out for a week and a half with a flu but was always tested negative when i would take him to urgent care or his primary doctor for the flu test he had a fever cough you know the symptoms then a couple weeks later my husband got sick and i wasn't able to get to bed for two and get out of the bed for two and a half weeks same symptoms still negative for the flu by this time there were rumblings about covid but according to the doctors it wasn't there here yet about two weeks after my hubby got sick i got the same thing they had except because i'm immunocompromised i was deathly ill my blood pressure and heart rate were pre were previously low slash normal both increased by 30 percent i also lost my sense of smell and it hasn't returned permanently damn my heart rate and blood pressure are back to normal now so i have that going for me this shit is serious the second wave seems to be hitting the small towns after we spent so much time feeling safe and sequestered Mm -hmm. they're using that as an excuse as to why they don't wear masks in public from the rumblings in my city and the actions of the average idiot here we don't stand a chance yep shady dame i'm with you on that and i'm so sorry you went through that and i'm glad you're still here me too and it's also one of those things where roger talks about it, it all starts from the top mm-hmm. and because the administration trump's administration nobody took it seriously that's how it spread like that like mm-hmm. it like the information that actually needed to be going down the chain of command to prepare the hospitals and all that shit to let them know this is coming nobody got this information so that's why you had the big cities where it started over prepared so now they're like okay we ready for the second and third wave and you got these little places like you say down in the middle of nowhere they never had they wouldn't prepare for none of it so you know when your hospital has uh 12 uh icu beds and 25 people come in that's a wrap my nigga right and uh the other thing too is these little little towns 
they can get it and it's gonna run through them and there's not enough hospital beds at all for them little towns if everybody gets sick no it's not and then who wants to go another 20 30 40 50 possibly 100 miles to the to the largest city depending on how far out you are if you can make it that far right kim doc says the only shoe shine i see are at the union station in dc and they're all black and they usually only shine in the shoes of white men if i make eye contact with the shiners i get a very respectful head nod they go about their business with pride and professionalism for what i've seen yes but would you let a white person sign your shoes for reparations sis that's the question okay they that that's what chick-fil-a man said get out here and shine these negro shoes uh we had episode 2128 who sleeps with the door open with our girl jamel hill stopping in mm-hmm. it was pre- fun it was think pretty smart said i'm recovering i'm a recovering door closer i can sleep i can sleep with my bedroom door open closet doors still gotta be closed though i also live on the top floor and keep that stick stick in my sliding glass door why to protect my valuables i am the most valuable thing up in here come on come on same we keep that stick down too i'm also drawers and cabinet doors in the house have to be closed with nothing hanging out why i don't need to do my 3 a.m awakening see strange shadows and that's how walls get shot mm-hmm. <laughs> sofa king says the blackout tips out here breaking news and shit y'all need to tell jack to get off his ass and get karen verified now that y'all some some real journalists and everything <laughs> right that's the only that's the only reason i want to go to these uh black twitter things i just want to talk to jack and be like bro real talk can you just verify my wife and that's it i'm not i'm not i know the rest of these negroes want you to kill yourself and get your money away i i, I don't have very high demands i just would like to get my wife verified and that's everything how, will be I, fine i just want a blue check that's it you know like let me holler at goddess rivera like hey sis i know you got this very good job and you out here you know making sure diversity is heard and helping black people out all around the world putting tweets on billboards and really making twitter a better place and that that is cool if you have time <laughs> that's all you got the time i know you're very busy trying to make you know get white supremacists off of the platform if you have a little time on your lunch break uh ev says psychopaths sleep with the door open no offense to jamel i mean i don't know how she could not be offended but okay the poll was do you sleep with the bedroom door open or closed y'all already heard we close it the poll open close or closed and locked now we are in the very small 14 percent of you who close it and lock it mm-hmm. now my point is why do you close it if it ain't locked oh children my bad i ain't got no kids Mm-mm. yeah <laughs> it didn't even cross my mind till i said i was like who the fuck doesn't lock the door if you close it and lock it don't let them come in but i, I yeah tick kids uh 43% say they just close it 43% say they leave it open wow this is a very divisive one nine comments Ooh, y'all had a lot to say about them doors dre says i live alone so most of the time i sleep with the bedroom door closed and locked the times when my lady friend would occasionally spend the night she liked to keep the door slightly open and i was okay with that when i'm by myself i just feel more comfortable having it closed and locked mm. yeah and yeah because you, you moving around you want to be sure you know nobody's in there with you well if you with your lady friend as a man there's a lot of patriarchal pressure on you to you know act like you cool with that door open right because you can't be like listen i am scared as shit lock that door please you know what i mean and then also from a woman's perspective she's like this nigga trying to lock me in here you know so 
i don't know i'm opposite i'm I, i'm locking roger in the room i'm like fuck that clank clank yeah a couple times i got locked out i was like what is happening with this door cheyenne says i have a roommate but he's been at his parents house for quarantine during this time i love sleeping with the door open it keeps my room cool and i don't have to turn the air down to 68 to go to sleep brianna says we have a four-year-old who has slept through the night maybe only five times in his life he also has a sixth sense for when mommy and daddy are having adult playtime we keep our door closed and locked Boy. yeah so they don't walk in on you that, that that i could see a lot of parents doing that where they kind of have to let you know that their presence is there children be blocking that cock don't they Mm-mm-mm. i'm so sorry to hear that um i don't know how the kids be knowing but that's what all the parents say they just know when y'all trying to have sex <laughs> right they just sense it they, they, parents have that parent sense that goes off where you like this motherfucker been quiet too long and they just run downstairs by yep he was choking on legos you know they could tell and i guess kids got a sense that they're not aware of just like yeah they're, they're like, my parents been quiet too long they leave me alone i'm doing bad things they must be fucking <laughs> time to check on them um so they won't think i'm doing some shit i ain't got no business doing right why is mommy and daddy wrestling under the covers like this mom's drags with swag says if the man if the man home wait if the man is home then we sleep with the door closed because he got the pump under the, the i guess he got the pump under the covers uh when he i guess under the oh under the mattress when he works nights nigga every door is locked we stay we stay around these whites and the purge is coming any day now <laughs> nigga they not coming in my bedroom to rape me and tie me to no tracks wait a minute rod you right that's that shit is because of slavery i'm through mm-hmm. bye niggas i'll tell y'all it's because mm-hmm. of slavery i'm on to something yep uh technically leslie says technically our bedroom doesn't have a door because it's a loftish space but you can be damn sure we keep the main door shut and locked oh i didn't even think if you did yeah like new york and some places you don't have an option silver king says i live alone now but sleeping with the door closed is a habit that i got into when my son became old enough to climb out his bed and walk into my bedroom and i just never got out of it Mm. monica says i live alone and keep it open i wake up at the slightest weird noise i need to be able to hear the whole apartment though i do see how having it closed might give me an extra one second though too nah sorry guys i'm not a closed door person hey you gotta be free be yourself okay don't i'm not telling people how to sleep mm-mm, mm-mm. he get he get in there and trip over something i want to be able to hear the move miss mm-hmm. Barnes says door wide open bathroom door wide open closet door stays shut when i sleep cannot have those monsters messing with me while i sleep <laughs> oh god killed <laughs> i like how the monster always comes from the closet the like closet. No, was, no other space no other part of the apartment it won't come out the bathroom there's never a toilet monster now you click the light on he disappears apparently like a snake can never crawl out of the bath the, the, the toilet, toilet and just hang around like kim doc says would have would love to sleep with the door open but these kittens don't know that i too need my rest uh i have to train them in the next few weeks to allow me to sleep with the door open without starting world war three my little naomi will walk over to bed at 3 a.m oh god meanwhile my little gentleman sleeps at my feet the whole night but i kick both they asses out just to say sorry not sorry get out niggas lol you know a lot of people that have cats say that they would they say that you know during the course of the day a lot of the cats sleep but it was like you go to bed mm. and that's when the cats move around making the most noise they be like damn niggas y'all up at 3 a.m the hell is this Mm, and cats ain't even like dogs where they waking you up to get walked they just being Mm-mm, dicks they, they just up 
<laughs> just up like uh fuck it nigga i'm up you up cats Mm-mm-mm. i don't have any pets but i definitely Mm-mm. couldn't be a cat person they too they too smart they too self-sufficient <laughs> i know them niggas is plotting on me okay oh no i need an animal that if i have a medical emergency they only hope is to survive to revive me cats fuck around and be driving your car next week and shit <laughs> done cleared your <laughs> bank account out done cash your your 401k why is amazon delivering all these packages for cats at this house man they gonna come in your house you be dead for weeks the cat's got a scratching pose motherfucking i'll set up catnip cake table in the corner they they gonna be like uh tom and he invite his buddies over them niggas is too fucking smart man they they, they, I, they you look at a cat and be like this nigga know something it's ju-, and they be looking like they judging you and shit like nigga i seen what you jack off to ah disgusting like all right uh omar omar left a comment on episode 2129 we had justin in the house uh for uh lowercase b blacks um omar says it would be just my luck now i don't know that must be in um reference to the poll the poll was do you think there are slave owners in heaven we'll get to that at the end and says just saw a couple of white people with what looks like commemorative 2020 juneteenth t-shirts walking into the local costco the shirts were black green and red this is america now progressive america mm-hmm. okay all right yeah I, hmm. I do not know how i feel about that i'm gonna give myself some time to figure it out i don't know how i feel about it i guess i don't think i'm mad no, but i also mad. don't think i don't know i don't know hmm let's just let's just move on i'll figure that one out internally in the coming weeks because if we do make this shit national we're gonna have to get used to that oh yeah uh nappy chulo says hashtag all grits matter well you would say something like that wouldn't you <laughs> you sneak a little sugar in those grits and then you go right in the polls and you vote for trump oh no mm-hmm. i know you do jl Covan writes in that dude who followed the woman home from flipping him off he said she flipped him off like eight times and then slipped in uh she called me nigger once the n-word is the headliner for a karen video ain't it not the intermission if this dude were telling the truth wouldn't getting called the n-word be way worse than being flipped off rod is right so not only was he basically harassing her unless she was in on it as well see that was the that no see that was the one i did think for a second was like what if this is his white friend and they decide to go viral because he a trump supporter ain't nothing below him you know what i mean oh, I like she pretends to be oh no and then he's on the other side like you call me an n-word or whatever and then later they do some video like see america you are so polarized by race that you let yourselves be misguided i was waiting on that shoe to drop and maybe it still will but i ain't mm, i don't even think we still find that white woman Mm-mm. something could be up mm-hmm. uh so not only oh yes uh but when he felt like it was not viral worthy he dragged a slur in the middle and never mentioned it again trash yeah this, this is that thing man i i don't mean to be a dick man okay i'm not saying this dude is lying but it's like that miles garrett thing where he got kicked out of the game for hitting the quarterback with a helmet on the field and then he waited a couple he waited till the uh 
nfl disciplinary meeting to say what well, the dude called me a nigga and i'm not saying he lying but it's also like bro this is way too late to throw the you nigga out there bought this up immediately okay nigga is like when you are spayed tight you put you always go with the big joker first if you're calling spades you go big joker first you don't let you don't let them play down and win a few books you gotta you gotta play you gotta set set these niggas you know we're trying to go boston on these motherfuckers you can't do that leaving the big joker to be played in the middle of the goddamn round no big joker let's go oh man Mm-mm-mm. anyway i hope he was telling the truth but mm-mm-mm uh not not this trump supporter dude i don't believe him uh monica says so good to hear justin i just need to tell you rod that kombucha is an acquired taste thank you very much and that taste is extremely disgusting (laughs) even though it's supposed to have some kind of health benefits i drink it 100 percent to prevent myself from drinking soda it's gotten used i've gotten used to the offensive flavor i like the bubbles i also love circus peanuts and candy corn so what do you want so do what you want with that information okay (laughs) and oh she also says i love arby's and burger king crazy crazy really oh and sugar grits p.s sugar grits wow Mm. checking all the things off the list (laughs) evie says that road rage care story sounded fishy from the beginning because he kept going off about her flipping him off but casually throws in she called him the n-word wouldn't that be what you lead with oh see you and jl y'all think alike now he's selling merch right boy bye i love a good karen video like the rest of us but that dude was a scammer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh and then the poll was do you think that slave owners in heaven yes no or i don't believe in heaven karen mm-hmm. yes 11 percent agree with karen slave people own slaves and still find a way to get into heaven uh they're some good christians <laughs> according to the way they do it they have some nice happy slaves mm-hmm. 50 <laughs> 59% say no and you think they're still being served to today that's what i'm i don't know how it works people that own slaves definitely think they going to heaven so how does it work and whose heaven is that if you get there and they're like well here you change who, who, who determine who the slaves is right that's what i'm saying i i, I just i want to be free too here's your chains boy oh you thought you died and heaven was going well heaven is slavery okay for some people oh no and and, and slavery is heaven for others if you know what i mean so go ahead and put these chains on boy i don't know how that's supposed to work anyway don't believe in heaven 30 percent me and 59 percent no um kim doc says a lot of people we believe fitting to be in heaven may not be there when the swag when we swag surf through the gates and the slave owners perverted the bible for their gain so they're in the deepest circle of dante's inferno sorry got something in my throat mm-hmm. mm. all right don't vamp or nothing karen just uh just make me have a pause here we got voicemails <laughs> you're looking at me to do some work hey, what's wrong with you karen this is iman um i just want to say that uh thanks for all the great content i love you guys i'm super behind but i'm just like in the june episodes but um i just wanted to say roger perfectly articulated 
how I'm feeling. Um, before I left Facebook, I'm still gone. I only go on there if I'm checking my business page and of course then I start checking notifications and then I just log back off my phone. So I made it when I go on with my laptop. But um it's I mean of course it's been over a month for y'all. But you articulated that plea when uh people it's mostly like, oh my people we see you and for me it was it was like a specific set of people who I was talking to in my, I think, last four posts that I made about it before I just, like, um, and it was, because it, it was a thing. We, I've been talking about this for years, so y'all just now see me talking about it, y'all just now listening, and, so, and y'all can't say anything, and I left you alone about not saying anything before, so... Now the shit hits the fan, and you still can't say anything, but you still want to call me and text me. I was like, that's the extent right with me on my soul. But, yeah, I loved that episode with Ray Sani. That was great. The episode with Ray Jill was so good. Um, so I just want to say thank you guys so much. Um, I'll probably have this. who knows? All right, the mom was breaking up a little bit, but I think I got the gist of what she was saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, man, I think social media having a very like heavy mental cost, and I think uh, especially seeing people that it's it's almost like it's the time now to be like Black Lives Matter and stuff, and you just can't separate it from the history and context. So when people do say something if they haven't been saying shit before you're like well where the fuck was this when they don't say anything you're like does this mean you don't believe black lives matter or are you just afraid of the smoke you know if you reach out to me privately but then in public you don't talk about it like what does that mean so i kind of understand that, that that people are you know conflicted about all this shit because it's definitely you know it, it definitely fucking sucks i'll put it that way um all right we got some emails all right uh podcast emails the blackout tips at gmail.com is where our email is um let's see this is from oh wait i think we already uh did we already do this one yeah yeah, yeah okay this is a the old one uh erica Rice says shout out to karen's glow up says feedback show oh i've been listening since 2012 and i can remember when karen would just follow up with a i agree or you right but our queen has arisen and it's going off laughing emojis i love hearing karen's insights and rants that are low-key brilliant because we never really hear about her extracurricular activities outside of comics video games and such but it's evident that one she's thinking and paying attention to various topics and how they relate to real life and two y'all have great conversations offline man if y'all could be a fly on the wall <laughs> come on my nigga if, if, if y'all was around we could really say these motherfuckers names Mm-mm-mm. p.s i hope this doesn't sound off-putting because i'm speaking more to, to her overcoming shyness versus ever lacking any intellect we know that's not true thanks for everything love y'all and the thing is that the shyness is just shyness for being on the mic because i'm naturally a, a very extroverted person like i i'm Roger is more quote unquote shyer than me, 
you know i'm more of walk up to you hey what's your name how you doing stranger you know mm-hmm. roger always joke about how i always and when we go out meet a friend you give me give me a smooth five minutes with somebody i come back i'll be done tell you how many kids they had it's because people just talk to me like and, and i'm just a very friendly person i think it's more of shyness on not knowing what the rules were not knowing um what i could and couldn't say but as i began to be more more almost more comfortable with my voice on the mic because you being on a microphone is almost different than real life sometimes and i had to learn how to merge them together and make them one which was very because i i used to think of them as two separate entities but they're not yeah i think um this entire show has been a lot about me trying to find ways to make or get karen set up in a position to contribute you know to throw the alley-oop i feel like that's part of my job um because offline obviously there's no filter you know there's no thing we have to worry about there's no audience there's no microphones and shit and she's such a uh talker you know whether i've always talked yeah like even if i'm just doing something else she'll come in and start talking and be like oh i'm sorry you was watching tv or whatever so it's never been a it's never been that but um you know i think watching karen become more assertive in her opinions um and contribute more to the conversation um and then trying to figure out ways to make that happen um because you know i don't think people just tune in from my perspective i'd be doing a show by myself you know and karen does have a different perspective from me because she has different uh life experiences true and so i'm just trying to find ways to set it up so that you know uh i switched to the reading rainbow because it was one of those things where karen would start contributing right away right like show stars boom karen's got something to say already and i think that's why the segment is here to stay i make jokes that it was the person right in, but it's really here to stay because i want the show to be both of us i don't want it to ever be just me and people bring their biases to it mm-hmm. so there's gonna be people that go you know uh rod uh i don't like you karen i don't like you off jump but hopefully they stay long enough and they see that we're not your typical show we don't make a show out of arguing and man versus woman bullshit mm-hmm. um we are married we love each other and we lead with that first mm-hmm. and um and, and and then to me like the dynamic is i i do everything to set it up so i'm finding the articles um <clears throat> i'm like i'm making so karen just shows up and and talks and i think that's the beauty and the brilliance of it and you know we have talks all the time behind the scenes because we're creatives and we're trying to create a good product and we'll be you know i'll be like hey take a chance with these jokes get out there and not every joke is gonna be funny or land (laughs) but but i i'm gonna make sure you have a safe place to land so i'm never gonna sell you out on a joke even if the joke isn't funny we'll make something funny about the joke not being funny like you know because uh karen's such a student of the game she doesn't talk about it really here or tell y'all but like uh she listened to so many podcasts so many comedy podcasts and <clears throat> gets better and better she listened to herself on podcasts she mm-hmm. listened to our podcast i don't even do these things um and and to get sharper to get better to see the the it's like a piano player to see the notes that weren't played to see right. the chords that were missed so she has a very like sharp comedic line and then hers is all improv and off the top of her head for the most part unless she's doing like random thoughts and stuff um if anything i feel like sometimes i have to get better at 
being like you know i try to make sure i don't you know cut her off too much uh you know i would do this by the way i would do this with any show partner but period you know i'll just try to make sure i don't cut her off too much and try to make sure to help build on her jokes because sometimes and this happens with justin too i i get so much in my head of like the the plan for how the show should go that i uh, these riffs of creativity sometimes i accidentally cut them off and i think about it later i'm like fuck i should have riffed with them we could have made a whole joke out of that <clears throat> and, I, and by accident because i thought oh no the time we need to you know <laughs> we I, need to wrap it I up cut off uh, cut off something funny so that, i just think of it that way um <laughs> you know people think i'm pandering when i say she's funnier than me and all this shit but i mean it in the i prepare to do all this shit and karen can show up and it's like everything i did i could throw out the window because what you're saying is funnier or better <laughs> uh all right we, we're getting to the break hold on one second all right but yeah we're, we're back from the break but yeah um so yeah i, I mean I, I appreciate that y'all see it too you know because i definitely I, see it myself i'm glad y'all see it too and also i think for me um for the fact that people want to hear my opinions and my views is something different because like i said i always talk all the time and growing up a lot of what i was saying would be constantly dismissed because i was just always talking you know because hey like i said i don't have kids but as a parent as a kid it goes all the time you you know you kind of in you kind of out you trying to do other shit so i like as an adult i understand those things so for me a lot of it was not really knowing how valid or how much people could relate to what i was saying and I think as I begin to be more comfortable with my words and begin to have more confidence in um, speaking on the mic, you know, because speaking on the mic is different than speaking in real life. And so for me, um, once I can tell you this, once the audience start writing in and start saying that, hey, I agree with Karen, like across the board, men, women, like a lot of, all, all over, stop saying, hey, I like Karen's opinion, or oh, you know, Karen says something, struck a quote with me, I was like, oh, people are actually, they're actually listening, they actually um, hear me, they actually, and, and the audience, like you guys, feedback actually made a big difference in growing that confidence too, because it let me know I wasn't talking into a void, it let me know that people were out there, and there are people that can have some form of a connection to what I was saying yeah and also i think um as a woman and in the household you grew up in like the 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 comedy thing wasn't really like pushed no it wasn't it was like this is not a funny house this is a serious house and i think overcoming that and then overcoming the idea of the attempt because really it's more about the attempt than the, <laughs> yes. the you know the, like because i like i said we'll make it funny no matter what if you do a bad pun we still make we still have fun with it yes we do it doesn't have to be like you made a bad pun now shut up and go to the bad <laughs> pun corner you know uh so i think that's a big that's a big thing from it i think also like um definitely feedback and stuff helps as well Mm -hmm. but just even without the feedback you just got better too we've done this a lot of times we're experts Mm -hmm. at this now you know we do every show live you know there's no fucking podcast really like this Mm -mm. so um yeah so i think a bunch of stuff adds up to make you know to make it work and to make it funny and i think you are a real student of the game you know and so i many people don't know that and 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 the thing is and i guess like you say 
me being around your family actually tapped me into the jokeful part of me because like you say when you grow up in a house that doesn't really joke a lot like you joke but but not like your household your whole household to an extent was almost like a culture shock as far as like the joking and the and the going back and forth and like the the punch lines and all that type of stuff so for me it was being introduced to that because when me and roger started dating roger had roger would have to have to tell me that it was a joke because he'd say something i would just yeah. go off and he was like karen 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 i was like yes he was like i'm kidding i was like oh okay like 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 it it took me a while to get to the point that i understood his personality Mm -hmm. and so um i mean that's where i am today too so for me i'm like i'm very it's less stressful because i used to be really stressed so it's less stressful if you can kind of look at things more from a jokeful manner and and i mean it comes from a genuine place the thing i always uh loved about you is that you can take a joke on yourself and yes. that is it's rare a lot of people don't have it like you know if you like you can't participate in jokes if you're not willing to be part of the joke agree and at least to me you know there's some people that you know a lot of people say they have a good everyone thinks they have a good sense of humor but then you don't. look at how they how, what they say and the rules they have you can't punch down you can't do this you can't do that and i'm like you're not a gen- you're not an actual funny person you don't actually know what is and isn't funny you just want to take a set of rules and create a new way to navigate this thing that really sometimes works because there are no rules sometimes it works because it goes against the rules stuff like that and so um you always had that ability to be like i know this is like funny and it's funny about me and that's and it does but it's not harmful it's not an attack on me Mm -mm. you know and i think that's the 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 key to all of it because if once you have that you can develop your own sense of humor and stuff in a different way than most people most a lot of people just don't have it yeah and the thing is i've realized for myself once you realize that the shit that you do is funny put like this once you get to the point that you can crack yourself up i i think mm-hmm. that you've tapped into something because a lot of people when it comes to comedy they're always looking at other people to to present comedy to them but when you can look at yourself and say shit and crack yourself up or you can do something and crack yourself up to me you've taken it to a different level than the average person yeah and you have your own voice and like that's the other thing it's not like an echo off of me or whatever it's Mm-mm. just your own funny it's your own funny thing sometimes sometimes i miss it because i'm doing the show and then <laughs> yeah you do later on, later on i'll listen to it or somebody will like be like oh remember this and i'm like damn that shit was funny you know so and sometimes i can't it was hilarious and people write in and they make me laugh when they said it they say i love when ring or uh, karen says something and it just catch roger so off guard then yeah. he'll just start laughing because he was like, I wasn't expecting that. Cause yeah. my brain be everywhere, y'all. Cause I can't always, I can't always pick it up. And I, I'll never fully grasp how you come to your points, but I think that's what makes it funny is, you know, it's not predictable to me. Oh, so no. sometimes you make a joke and I have to do the math backwards. Like, <laughs> yes. What the, where is this coming sometimes from? Sometimes you be like, break the joke down. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Crystal writes in, greetings from Florida. Hello, Rod and Karen. Greetings from Florida. Just wanted to, 
i don't know if i be, should read this be safe baby this email might got some covid on it okay i hope not uh just kidding lol just wanted to comment regarding coronavirus and disney okay sorry so long but just wanted to give some insight from down here mostly all of the other theme parks are open and people are acting like business as usual and jobs have required everyone back on site disney is actually scheduled to reopen in the next few weeks oh i thought they pushed that back again okay the cast members are begging disney to reevaluate their plans due to the spike in numbers down there i'm in a few disney facebook groups and i'm sick and it's i'm sickened by some of the responses some people think that if the cast members are afraid they should stay home and quit i read an on oh, wow i read an open letter from one and that made me want to oh sorry somebody's somebody calling the skype let me close the skype while this is happening so that won't happen again all right um i read an open letter from one that made me want to cry he discussed the hell the hell they go through on a daily basis pre-corona and now people how people would yell and spit on them because they were mad about xyz the heat the lines the price all things out out of their control right people are already saying they won't wear a mask and finding ways to get a waiver and saying they don't have to is sickening i've noticed most of the COVID deniers almost all read from a script regarding it i'm not going to let this ruin my life i won't live in fear this is just overhype it's nothing more than the flu and new favorite democratic governors who are overreacting and making it worse it's very eye-opening seeing the pure selfishness of mankind yeah i had to unfriend a dude that i played basketball with for years yesterday because he's one of these people and and his logic made no sense it's very circular and so self-serving and selfish and you know i i exhausted every avenue before you know i didn't disrespect him call him out his name but i exhausted every avenue and and honestly i was just so disappointed in him and i don't think it's a coincidence that so many people are white people you know because who serves them the anti-factual bullshit these white supremacists serving outlets these facebook and pages these fox news one american news these republican senators there's a reason whiteness is a death cult that wants to do a murder suicide pact with black people and i don't want to die for you i'm not dying with you you know you gonna have to die on your own fam i'm taking care of me and mine so you know if you want to let your white supremacist mind make you think that this ain't nothing cool you know i i'll even try comparing it to hiv and this was the most insulting part and it's really why i just disconnected from the dude because i said you know this is like if you found out that condoms can stop because he wouldn't he said he didn't want to wear a mask and i said if you found out condoms could reduce stds and pregnancy you would wear a condom even if you knew it wasn't a hundred percent just to reduce the rate you would do it mm-hmm. and he was like well then when there was hiv they didn't make condoms mandatory and i'm like you know my mind i'm like because no one cares about they tried to say it was an lgbtq issue and then nobody cares about that but okay okay i said you know what they should have because if it would have saved everybody's life i then everyone should wear one then fuck it make it mandatory you know like if that if that's the case if if we're talking about saving 40 million fucking lives then i say we save 40 million lives come on and then he was like he just went to the numbers like 40 you know so 40 million people nobody cared about that but now we're gonna care because a hundred and something thousand people died and i said bro my cousin is not a number come on my cousin isn't a number he's not one to me you know he's elliot so you know i was i was like yeah because we getting at the point where when i see this nigga it'll be a problem Mm -hmm. and to spare both of us 
let's just never talk again because you can't come back from some of the shit you're saying and i was like i'm just very disappointed in you and how callous you are and you're the one who believe in christ this sound like what jesus would say well fuck them it's just 40 million people fuck it, it's just a couple hundred thousand people that's that's your god <laughs> i'm walking around like uh <laughs> kill my guy is this your jesus like <laughs> that shit pissed me off so bad man and they're doing it behind the auspices and, I, and they, for the record this ain't shade to christians they're doing it behind the auspices of christianity and all this other shit and that's why people and get freedom angry. of speech and right. all this shit and i'm like this is nobody's christian nobody's christianity should be this this is just come evil. on there was a woman seeking clarity about it should she keep her planned vacation down here where she is staying in a airbnb most people were telling her not to worry it's overhyped and just wash her hands and she'll be fine there are airbnb hosts down here who have admitted they don't take the extra cleaning precautions that are mandated so i would warn anyone against staying at one yeah not just that man you're not gonna it's not even that you get it from surfaces that's one of the biggest problems is that they told us you're gonna get it from a surface Mm -hmm. and and then people go well i didn't get it from this surface so everything's fine it's like no no." you're getting it from other people right like well i'm wiping my i'm washing my hands i saw a thing yesterday with someone i washed my hands and then it showed her at the beach drinking out of somebody else's bottle of water and she's like but my lips didn't touch it they just poured the water and i'm like yep and guess what y'all she got it right uh all right we got this one from uh slick and slacius who says hey karen negras 2127 hey karen and rod it's been a while since i wrote in it's just i feel like i ain't put in on this i'm looking for a job so i shouldn't email so first there are a few things old things i want to mention karen when you talked about getting rod kitchen supplies and he talked about how it made life easier for him i was like yes karen great man great minds think alike and like Beezus said let me upgrade you <laughs> i gotta he gotta be looking sharp doing his youtube uh tutorials <laughs> facebook i mean yes. you, yeah not uh you do facebook tutorials she does keep me in some fly aprons yeah i can't be ha- i can't be having you going out here looking all shabby that's why that's why i be uh keeping the house clean i hadn't cleaned the other part i cleaned the other part he probably go around the house a little bit more but i'm like no shame works shame works no don't go in there it ain't clean right you be telling the truth about the abolish completely defined stuff even if everything they say is true about capitalism causing crime it's going to be a while before people adjust to the new world and thus no longer have the emotional needs that are expressed through crime i don't know how we could have a safe prosperous society without any cop slash cop like roles at all but if they figure it out then kudos to them yeah i see they trying to do something with that uh autonomous zone in seattle and like motherfuckers is getting killed there and shit and i'm just like it's all experiment i hope it works out because i can't trust any news from either side out of there because you got people that's very desirous for the shit to work so they would be like even if something bad did happen they would probably be like it's not as bad as y'all think and then you got a bunch of fucking cops and shit that want to prove that those people can't do anything so they're like look they murdering each other and no one's going to jail and so it's, it's just bad like mm-hmm. i hope somebody figures this shit out you know i, I saw something online where someone was trying to do some restorative justice online and it was so messy and bad just frankly it was just a entire experiment of just badness gone wrong and 
no true and like egos everywhere no i'm like this shit y'all act like this shit is so simple we figured it out is why can't everyone just get on board with this it's like because you don't even know what the fuck it looked like yet you know mm-hmm. you can't be mad at people for being a little scared of the unknown like that Mm-mm. and like i said if something happened i don't want your grandma and them and your cousin and them and pookie and them deciding the bullshit no yeah so you know it's just not everybody gonna agree even the victims of shit are not gonna agree you know and they 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 talk around it very nicely like you don't notice what they're saying but i notice when you're like okay so i was sexually assaulted you think i'm not worried about sexual assault okay cool someone sexual assault me in this new world where we have restorative justice and community blah 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 what are we gonna do well you know i was uh, it shouldn't be up to the victim to decide because i was an angry victim and i would have killed this person okay so you told me this was about centering me and my the fact that i'm the victim and i should decide but it sounds like i don't get to decide if it's certain things i want certain things are still off limits to me which sounds a lot like what we got now you know what i mean so it's 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 not as fleshed out as people like to say man nothing nothing wrong with it being complicated but don't present me some some shit like it's not because i'll figure it out and now i'm not on your side because i feel like you're lying and karen i'm with you tell them with the quickness i don't know nothing about that a it makes me it make it easier to learn more instead of pretending you already know and b lets them know that to give you the type uh to get that type of work to someone else uh, yep i hear you on that but the thing that gave me that who you finna turn better than me who bitch it ain't me caps 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 audio clip energy i don't know what exactly they say in that clip yeah she 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 kind of messed up the words but i got you sis <laughs> we I got, got you. you not gonna let you look bad uh that get to the keyboard express my energy was j cole versus no name mm, here we go jermaine cole before i get into it though i wonder if because of the type of music no name vega vega vagabond which is a replacement for gypsy makes and her newness in popularity her black audience might not be focused on just getting money by any means and thus are more broke black people see my comment about looking for a job oh yeah so maybe the people that fuck with no name are like we some socialists we don't got the money for these tickets and the capitalist people is selling out because capitalist people be listening to them and they got jobs and shit i don't know maybe that's an interesting theory who knows it's hard to go fund me some fucking tickets to go see your favorite artist you know yes it is uh i believe you're striving to be an ally so i hope you won't take too much of of it what i'm about to say too personally since you already said you don't really listen to his stuff and it's mainly me venting about the ism and i think it might be a learning moment for everyone trigger warnings i'm about to talk about cis heterosexism also known as transphobia homophobia and the connection to sexism i know you say you don't really keep up with j cole because you're not into his music and his fan base is whack which confirmed my suspicion yeah I, I i think i've learned that lesson since like 2008 yeah it's just some fan bases you be like i'm just not gonna say anything it's just it's just not for me i i don't i know his fans get sensitive they might be listening to this mad right now but he's just boring to me i it ain't even no personal shit he can rap but i i've never i don't think i've ever listened to an entire j cole album more than once and i definitely don't like frequent his catalog i i, I know very little about that dude other than he's kind of hotep-ish and 
to me a lot of his music feels immature like he romanticizes that age of like junior high school high school like look this is the first time i had sex this is the first time you know like he kind of romanticizes that and i mean there's a lane for that it's just not Mm -hmm. my lane it's not the thing i i you know care about yeah i don't know anything about him other than i know he exists and he makes music you know but like i said i'm not really i don't think i've listened to an album like in this totality at all and and then nothing really stuck out to me about his music as any worse than the majority of black straight man music like same traffic's in the same misogyny the same stuff the problem to me was his fans because if you say anything about it these niggas are like no it's different when he do it i'm like okay <laughs> like he deep with you know like he, he he's deep with the way he talks about women so i guess he don't call them all hoes you know i'm like but that everybody anyway to me his lyrics have been telling trash man well maybe all women ain't bitches and hoes if i remember correctly the lyric he he literally had a lyric saying something to the effect that just because she ain't a virgin don't mean she a hoe okay j cole has long given me the drake vibes they say it's like soft misogyny or the nice side of misogyny in this case the woke side of misogyny yeah if those type of guys need to hear that from cole to stop being trashed and like y'all said how you get up here is how you get here yeah maybe it'll get somebody on some type of path i don't know I, like i said i don't know i'm not familiar enough with his music Mm-mm. but all them woke dudes be having misogynist shit too because men are still men and we're still fucking taught all this patriarchal shit and that we should be advising women on what to think and you know uh, some of my favorite artists q-tip has a line i think about all the time ladies make a form on your sexual drive devote it to your lover and make it thrive I'm like why are you giving advice to women right now anyway <laughs> you know what I'm like you know uh one of my favorite songs brown skin lady uh by black star it's a long ass respectability politics rap black be this way be that way do this do that why do who appointed you you know what i mean like who cares bro like what how come the women shit always gotta be like you know bottled up and shit um uh jazzy bell outcast i love outcast jazzy bell's one of the meanest reads and uh, of misogyny towards women ever i love outcast but if you look at that that shit is like these women's out here hoeing we shouldn't have to respect them if you act the right way then that's i'll be with you but you acting like a jezebel and don't nobody want a jezebel and i'm like nigga everybody wants a jezebel what are you talking about they later did reform that with ha 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 we love these hoes which i find to be an evolution that we should all accept because we do love these hoes come on okay um and then there was another artist i thought of that did something dead press socialist woke revolutionary dudes song had a song about mind sex very much similar respectability veins in it like the woke niggas just they just a different version of misogyny man because misogyny affects everybody yeah and some grow and evolve and some don't yeah and i'm sure if i went down the catalog of women Mm -hmm. good if i respect them or not they got some shit too because when you're indoctrinated into the shit you're gonna end up with all the isms all the obvious you're gonna end up with it like no one escapes this shit you can unlearn some of it but you're never gonna completely escape it anyway but in regards to what made me say start typing 
it specifically when you said they blame trans women's death on j cole and j cole ain't never said it did nothing like that in his rhymes or actions my twitter csi activated because we just can't let his history be straightened out okay i just wanted to say he has so most of the part is me going in on cis heterosexism oh okay he used the word f word for, for gay people many times in his earlier records and when he was starting to pop and when calling out on it he doubled down also his lines in forbidden fruit where he says watch for them out for the adam's apple and call said person with the adam's apple forbidden fruit this is uh transphobic and further associating trans women with sex work in the context of the song as you can see it's still casting associating trans women and maybe gays as well as a tool or agent of evil just like they try to cast queer males uh amabs as narcissists even though when you look up how they define slash test for it it's history there are problems too many to keep this email from being longer yeah i, I didn't i'm not even trying to be shady i didn't understand the narcissism thing i guess that's like a uh historically maybe people have tried to frame it as queer men are narcissistic or something i don't yeah i don't yeah if it's a historic test uh it probably bends towards straight white men so i'm assuming everybody that's not one is gonna read as somewhat off um even if you assume queer males and amabs are more likely to be narcissists what is the amab mm-hmm. i don't know what that is hold on let me google that anybody know in the chat amab you know i don't know <coughs> uh okay word of the week a fab a m a b a f a m b a m a b okay assign oh assign male at birth okay cool cool thank you i we did i wasn't up on that jargon so appreciate that um so even if they try to quiz cast queer males and assign male at birth as narcissists okay so i get it now all right cool um so uh even if you assume they're more likely to be narcissists you gotta wonder to what extent oppression plays because when people say black people are prone to criminality we all can understand how society puts us in those situations and labels so i'm just making sure to not treat him like how white people treat white races always giving them and their cis heterosexism the benefit of the doubt because i wonder what artists were more popular with all those males playlists that attack iana than the general black populace more popular with all those males playlists that attack iana than the general black populace so you mean you think the people that beat up iana dior listen to j cole maybe uh and him saying that she presumably no name always mad makes me gives me angry black woman tease oh yeah that's gonna happen you can't say that or the tone thing even if it's true you can't say it and usually when black women are upset like how karen be i make sure i make sure to make take a minute to listen because after i listen i'm usually like well that why the hell ain't i mad well damn what's wrong with me all in all the beef is spicy tofu to me but yes for me cole being on the stink face list i yeah i didn't even i mean because i don't follow him like that right but i would have but the thing is i would always assume that a a rapper is homophobic for most part because most rappers are you know it's only recently especially if they've been rapping for more than like five or six years it's only very recently that people started black men anyway started being like we actually don't need to be homophobic you know what i mean and it's not all of us obviously not even the majority but it's very recently that people started being like i'm gonna take this out of my music and if j cole hasn't done that or he continues to do that or he doubled down and never acknowledged that um 
i could definitely understand why people would be like man fuck him you know what i mean uh p.s i wasn't surprised cole was at the protest a lot of hotels and foes be at the protest doing dog whistles just like there are types of pe- all types of people there and he said to himself he don't read and he don't think he's that smart so what's left case closed ha 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 i enjoyed the show thanks for all the effort and work i put into it thank you for the email thank you and no i don't take any of it personal i mean the thing is i don't know this nigga so it could be a lot of shit he's on that i i don't know and as far as giving people the benefit of the doubt i always try to give people the benefit of doubt when i don't know i don't feel like i know a lot of people just oh fuck them they trash i don't like that and i have to be me you know what i mean and yes you can exhaust the doubt you know that's happened several times there's there's people whose my eyes roll as soon as they name come up now but it didn't start that way you know i try my best to be like all right well maybe it's a you know maybe they got confused maybe they made a mistake maybe people are overreacting because a lot of times people do but nah if he trash he trash when it comes to uh those issues so and please, if you're a J. Cole fan, you don't got to write in, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't have to, all right? I know y'all probably, do you fit in the tribe? It's no need. It's no need. Mm-mm. Um. Anyway, this, and also though, what's funny is that's another, re- if everything you said is true, that's another reason No Name shouldn't even be fucking, like, you need to make a song. Why? Why him? <laughs> you know what I mean? do is this the moment we need to hear j cole's music like if 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 you want to bring a unifying movement together and you know half the motherfuckers out there like this dude is trash and he hates half of us and he be rapping about it and don't apologize why would you even want him at the forefront of anything i don't know sometimes i think people just like tossing people out to to be like i'm better than them they do as long as it ain't them but eventually it will be you yeah no name deleted her account so i don't know hopefully she's okay we talked about that on the pregame yesterday i hope mm-hmm. she's all right same monique writes saying hey Ryder, care first of all i only drink from my tbgwt mug during the webcam meetings especially because being right-handed the logo always shows and y'all did an excellent job selecting the fabric for the t-shirts those shits comfy as fuck Ain't gratitude niggas gratitude still waiting on my thanos was right shirt can't wait to wear it to the grocery store <laughs> yo that shirt consistently sells like we always get revenue from that shirt every month because people are buying that shit they're like i listen thanos half of y'all niggas can go and what was hilarious about that thanos shirt i remember i think the first time you wore it was when we went to go watch the avengers and i forgot some little kid looked up at you mm-hmm. and like they if they could have if they was an adult, they was like shaking my head. That little kid really looked like a shaking my head, like mm-hmm. if it was a real person. That little kid looked at you like, word, dog, word, how, we really doing this? How dare you, sir? Right. That's literally how that little boy looked at you like, word, this what we doing? The mug came within two weeks, but the shirts came in four weeks. Not too bad since I'm patient with my packages. Yeah, the, the shipping has slowed down. I don't know if they can uh, speed it back up, but obviously with the COVID. Right, they probably not yeah. staffed up to, to the normal capacity, right? I also purchased the scrub thingy you talked about. Bitch, my tub has never sparkled so bright. Come on! Yeah, them Mr. Clean Magic Erasers. Mm-hmm. My sister's moving to Charlotte, and that will be part of the housewarming gift thank you so much for the amazing recommendations be safe and sound kim doc slash monique thanks kim doc mm-hmm. i think that's all the feedback that we got so uh the only uh the only thing to, to talk about is the mail gifts 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 more gifts 
more gifts we got a gift from michael irvin mm-hmm. and it's a, a a fan um I, I i think it was on our amazon wish list i don't know but i love this fan uh I, um but it's a fan for the podcast for when sometimes you have to get a little bit shady uh it's a fan that, it's like a uh japanese fan that you <laughs> that you open up and then on the front of it it says shade in big letters so it'll be fun for the people that um are in the chat mm-hmm. whenever something shady is said uh they can see it live uh for those listening at home on audio i guess you guys will you'll never understand Mm-mm. unless i can find like a special effect sound for it uh uh i, I don't even like know. a sweeping sound or a wishing sound oh uh, no it's this uh i don't uh i don't even know if they have this on spotify but there's like this japanese flute sound effect that yes that, like watch anime yeah okay i don't know if yes that will work with the shade you know what i mean i think like if you say something shady and he throw that uh that japanese flute up there and then you throw the um and he throw <laughs> then you throw the, the fan up there at the same time you know i can't think of anything shady right now like uh, some people's podcasts don't even uh exist anymore but i guess we just gonna put out episode 2130 and keep it moving yes so i guess it could work so all right y'all thanks for listening um we'll be back later in the week uh if you're listening live uh we go live at 5 30 with mr span of span report mm-hmm. podcast uh later on this afternoon i think at 5 30 so if you want to check that out we'll see you guys there i'll share the link on our facebook and stuff yes. it's a uh, facebook live and all this other stuff um and yeah that's it so until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.